Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rhea and Fran giving you that Friday energy on a Monday. This is one of the only times we have ever recorded our Monday show on Monday. Yeah. It's it's the morning. It's early. Good in, morning. In Good it's morning, early everybody. <laughs> it's it's Monday. You're listening to this on Monday. Usually we're like recording it the day yep. before. But we are here. We had a little mishap yesterday. Yeah, we yeah we had some technical difficulties. We did, which not my fault. No, 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 no one's no fault. no one's fault. It was from all ends. It was difficulties from, on all ends, <laughs> and out of our hands. To be yeah. completely honest, yeah. So after five hours, we did everything we could. We did everything we could. We gave up. We said, let's just record this in the morning. Yeah, we can't. And you know what? Be, I, I'm, we can't do this anymore. I'm also glad we did because our plan would have been to record in the afternoon and then watch the Grammys and then try and do a Grammy segment afterwards. But the Grammys ended at 1145. <laughs> so I'm pretty glad that we also waited the morning because I just feel like we are going to be able to talk about the Grammys with a much clearer head than we would if we talked about it at midnight on Sunday nights. Right. Recording at midnight on any night yeah. is, is hard for the brain. It's fun. It's good because it's it comes out yeah. right away. But I sometimes I listen back and I'm like, that's just not how I feel about this. The, the royal thing, <laughs> everyone was like, like what What the hell was wrong with you, Rhea? Like, what, I was, it was midnight. Yep, I, yep, was, yep. I think it was good when we did The Bachelor because you were just like in that mind. Yeah, it was yes, funny. Yes. It was that fun. Was but, but we were like drinking at the office and yeah. like, yeah, yeah. you know, we were yeah. at the office, but it's like when we That was do like a weekly thing, homes, so it was, yeah. oh, we were consistent We knew we had it. it. Yeah. But when we're at our homes, in the comfort yeah. of our own homes and recording over the computer, like it just, the, the vibe is not the same. But yeah. we're here. We're, we're in the here. office right now. We're going to get into everything. Um, I had so I had so many things that I wanted to talk about in the intro yesterday. But I yes, but yeah. I feel like we, I could save them because I feel like this episode's important because the Grammys okay. really were were good. Yeah, the Grammys were good. No, I, that's what I said to Noah when he walked in. I was like, I, I was I had pretty low expectations, and it was a really well by, done I show. Think by far the best award show I've watched in a while, like, like a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. I had the lowest of low expectations, and it oh, was great. It was the great. The performance after performance. Yeah. People were actually there. You yeah. know, Beyonce and Jay-Z. I, what was I, that about? I, they were there. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. So we'll get all yeah. into that. Yeah. Oh, I did write something down. What did you write down? Okay. So in my notes app this morning on my way here, yep. I'm, I'm trying to do this now where write we down. write down thoughts our thoughts. appear in, in your head. head write them in down, the notes yeah. app. I think, okay, I won't read it word for word. I'll just explain. (laughs) Okay. Do you think bleach, like bleaching your hair is an actual addiction? 
is an an addiction that yeah that that gives you some sort of chemical feeling in your it's body very possible i think bleach so. i mean bleach is as chemical as it gets right it's just like top of the line chemical straight up i think dyeing my hair black yeah made me a depressed person because as soon as i bleached my hair like one time like ever since yeah. i dyed it i haven't been upset at all like i it's so weird it's yeah. so weird how how different i feel from when my hair was a different color and i know that sounds kind of crazy but I, I i i don't know necessarily if that has to do with the physical act of bleaching i just think it also had to do a little bit more with like i your identity like yourself because you've been blonde you were blonde for so long that you 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 know you're blonde for that long you see yourself as a blonde Mm. and you went totally to the other side and while you did look fantastic (laughs) i think that looking in the mirror was kind of like a wait i don't know who this person is Mm. and once you dyed again (laughs) you started to feel a little bit more like yourself you're like okay this is a little lighter this is more me this is this is more like closer to how i see myself like i think the black hair just threw you off like i think you just not not that like you just looked and was like holy shit like why is my hair so dark (laughs) yeah i it's it's that and also i thought i was thinking i was like but for sure you can be yes yes. maybe i was addicted to the bleach look i (laughs) i never dyed my hair until I don't just like maybe the past few years until you met me. Yeah, maybe that's maybe <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, I I never dyed it, but now that I do it like fairly consistently, yeah, I I, I can't imagine not doing it. Right? Like I'm at the point now where I used to. It got. I get it because it gradually has gotten more and more for me. Like I used to go maybe once a year. And I would get like some highlights and then I would have no problem like letting it grow out for mm-hmm. like, I, I just didn't care. And it kind of gave me that the ombre look that was cool. So it was like, who cares? Like I would just let it grow out anyway. And now come like four months, it starts to grow out. I'm like, I got to go back. <laughs> I got to go back. Four months is long. Yeah. You know, compared to the yeah. time other people oh, the are last, putting in. The last time, the la- between my last two was only three months. So. My mom was like, isn't that so soon? I was like, mom, my my house is growing out. I I have to go back. Welcome to the club. Yeah. No, no, I'm locked in now. Yeah. Two, every two, three months. Yeah. I'm going to get mine done again soon. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I've I've just fully accepted that. I don't know what that stage in my life was. Yeah. But we've we've moved past it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Like I was genuinely like, what the hell? (laughs) Bless you. What the hell was going through my head? I have like tears coming from my eye right now thinking about it. You do a little bit. Like I'm like, what? (laughs) It's crazy. It's just a phase, mom. Exactly. Like I seriously went through it. Like I dyed my hair black. Yeah. Whoa. Look, I, and, and we Whoa. do forget that we do forget that it was. You are, I did need to save my hair, by the way. Yes, like yes. that was part of it for sure. And but, it helped. Whoa, it, it definitely help. helped. It definitely helped. But, but whoa, I, I, there are some there are some stages and phases of life that I feel like you have missed out on because of just like starting to work here so young, mm-hmm. and like the bangs bleach like whatever wild hair thing that you do to your hair in college at some point like i feel like that was you dyeing your hair black yes yeah i had to do something i've been here since you know the ripe age of of 19 right when i turned 19 i was in here yeah so i feel like i just i I went i had a little like it's fine i had a moment i had my (laughs) maybe 
most expensive drunk purchase of all time this weekend. What was it? A, a potentially a new apartment. <laughs> oh, drunk purchase? That was oh, no, no, because this is the thing. I did not make a decision. I like I was still in between some spots. Joe and I were discussing it. I'd, I Joe and I are moving in together. Um, oh. Yeah, I saw, saw some people a little nervous about our, the status moving no, out. Yeah. No, it's blushing no, it's as well. Laughing. We're all blushing. It's not um, true. Yeah, big news. But we were kind of like oh, on the I'm fence crying. about where we wanted to be. And then Saturday Saturday night, um, Georgetown played in the Big East championship game. They won, and I, we were. I was just so <laughs> having a great time, but was drinking a decent amount. Mm-hmm. And I got home and was like, fuck it. I'm applying to this apartment. And Joe was asleep. Like he like fell asleep when we got home. So I did this on my own. Didn't say anything. And in the morning I woke up and was like, oh my God, I applied to that. <laughs> and and I like, I rolled over and was like, Joe. And he's just like, yeah. I was like, um... So you know the apartment that we we liked. We I, we really liked it, but it was still not fully. Yeah, we still not fully discussed it completely. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I applied to the apartment. The lady already responded to me, like to send <laughs> to send more of the information. Well, did you get it? Well, I I now I'm in the process oh, okay. of being approved. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so, so let's hope Joe I get okay approved. Yes, he was just like, oh, okay. He was like, well, we did like that one. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, you had to pick yeah. one eventually. Yeah. So exactly. maybe that was the time. Exactly. And they the the this building they were flying like hotcakes. Like mm. the one I really wanted was already gone. Yeah. At the day after I saw it, like now you really have to savor every morning you wake up with the bird because you're not going to have that. No. Aww. No. Yeah. No more window AC. I'm assuming. Nope. Nope. Nice. I could, could be. I'm never been more excited in my entire life. I feel like this is. I feel like you've been in the same apartment for so long. Yeah. That this is such an exciting thing. I'm very excited. It's a complete 180. Like I said, I wanted to live in a completely different place mm-hmm. than where I have lived before. Uptown. Walk up. What floor is it? Fifty. 50? 50? 50. 50? 50. Fucking what 50 the hell? Floor. 50 is like in the sky. I'm in the sky. I, that's what I'm saying. I live on the 15th I'm going, floor and I've been like, oh, I live up high. <laughs> I'm, going from, I'm going from a third floor walk up to to the 50th floor, baby, going all oh the way up. Can you God. see like the whole city from here? Yes. Window? That's literally why that's I why want this apartment. It. I mean, that's crazy. It's, it's, and, and it's on, it's small. Like it's not, it's small because, you know, you want to pay for the view. A, the view. You got to take a smaller apartment. And my, my, the, um, the broker I've been working with was basically like, look, I know you want a bigger spot, but if you want to see all of Manhattan, yeah, you're not going to be able to do both. I was like, that's fair. I definitely won't be able to do both. And just because of the market right now, if you're in the city, a lot of these buildings are giving away months um, free of rent. So right now, the building I'm applying to is three months free. So that works out perfect. Yeah. So normally, (laughs) this is the thing too, I normally would never be able to afford this apartment. But because of that... It is helping me. So Joe and I were kind of like, look, this is probably the only time we're ever going to live in a building like this slash in a spot like this. That's Let's just fucking true. do it for a year. That's not true. Once you once you go there, you only go up. I hope so. Once you place yourself. <laughs> once you place I hope yourself. So. Watch like next year she's moving back into her old apartment. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll be like, no, you know what? I miss my. <laughs> Listen, once you place yourself into. Yeah. Oh, well, some people fuck up their lives. So throw, right, that right. Out, throw that out the window. Right. You're not going to do Let's that. Let's hope I don't fuck up my life. You won't. Yeah. 
once you are placed in that sort of environment, yeah, you yeah. only get better. Yeah, you know I what hope I mean. So. I, like that's I, the only right. You only go up. I certainly hope so, but I'm I am very excited. I'm really excited yeah. too. I got to come see this place. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, debatable. No, I'll see. my fiftieth floor. Look, we're way closer to each other now. Oh, thank we can God. walk. I never even been to Fran's apartment. Yeah, well, so it was weird. We might as well have lived in different states. True. From where Pretty you far. lived to where my apartment was on that. Yeah, but you've been to my apartment. Yeah, well, we're you should close go to, to her work. apartment just once before she moves out, just to see it. No, no, no? I don't. No, I, I don't think any of her friends. No, my friends don't ever go. I, not, like really? some, like my, I've tried. all my best friends, like still, like really haven't even seen my apartment. Nobody wants to go up there. I, I like it up there. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. I'll never get I've to just see never, it. I really don't Give even. Give me a full video. Also, of it I'm a, go. I'm a, t- I don't like, um, I don't know. It's weird because it's not like my apartment right you i mean it there. is i live there but <laughs> i but i but i You've lived there for like no i lived there for forever but i moved in with my roommate who had already been living there for years so everything in that apartment is hers so like i don't know i there? i've always felt kind of weird with hosting people there because i'm like it's it's her all of her stuff like god mm. forbid like i spill some like i've always been nervous mm. still just like about Messing up any of her stuff. Rhea might come in and burn a hole through your couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you know, you just you, you oh. never you never know. But this is also why it's exciting because I don't really own any of my own furniture. So I gotta like put my big girl pants on. I gotta like buy my own furniture. Yeah, you're design gonna design an apartment. Interior designer. You're just gonna use your from your noggin. I I I'll probably use something. There's some online things like my, my mom. You has used um, Modsy before. I feel mm. like maybe I'll something that is easy. That just will do it for you. Yeah, like I take a picture and upload it, yeah. and then they do it for me, yep. and then I can decide if I like this stuff or not. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because I'm very indecisive when it comes to home decor. Yeah, and then and then it just becomes like, why even decorate? Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm afraid that I, all of a sudden it's like November and I'm like, well, I already only have like five months left on the lease. Like, that, that's <laughs> why I decorate. That's what happened to me. After we re-signed our lease this past August, I was like, well, we're going to leave in a year. So like, yeah. I'm not going to do anything <laughs> to this place. Every day I walk in there, I'm like... Yeah, this could look a lot better. But yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll see in August. We'll, yeah, exactly. New apartment. So very exciting, exciting, Francesca. That's exciting. Congrats to you and Joe. Thanks. Gonna get like Thank emotional. About I can't get over floor fifty. That's yeah. Crazy. I know. I know. Do your ears pop on the way up? Uh, yeah, on the elevator. Oh man, you gotta like chew gum on your way up. Yeah, there. I don't love that feeling. No, but, but once you're, you're up there, you see yeah, the views. yeah. Once you're up there, it's okay. Oh my goodness. When do you move in? Um, knock on wood, it's not confirmed yet, but hopefully April. Oh 1st. my god! Imagine after all this talk. After all this, I don't approved. get approved. That'll be oh, that would be April Fool's Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She comes Fuck. there and they're like, no, no. I that's that's Joe was saying the same thing too. He was like, I was like, so you're good? We're good? Like this is what we're doing? He was like, yeah. What's the moving date again? I was like April first. He looked at me and was like, is it? <laughs> I was like I'm like I'm dead serious. This is the day. Yeah. No, I'm not joking. Not a not a prank. I feel like you'll be in there for not us. a prank. Yeah. Well, what's nice too is I don't I don't have like a hard out of my mm-hmm. um par- apartment, so like I can kind of take my time with moving stuff. Yeah. Which is good because uh, but I also don't even I don't have furniture, so I'm gonna have to get. Yeah, you some. start ordering. Yeah. Get on it. Yep. Yep, I have a feeling I'll be living without furniture for a little bit. That's everybody has that front. Mm-hmm. You just get one what, chair. Like sleeping on the bed? I mean, sleeping on the floor. Potentially, I don't have a bed. Air mattress. Wait, I, you're, 
What do you mean you don't have a bed? I'm telling you, I don't own a single thing in my apartment. I moved in. There was already a bed there. I said, great, I'll take it. (laughs) Damn, friend. You've been fucking yeah. mooching off this no, girl not, this whole time. I know. I know. It's time you put my big girl pants. Floor. It's time. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Literally the only thing I have are you don't my own dressers. one thing in your apartment. I'm not I'm, even your bed. The dressers. That's and I'm not taking them. I'm getting uh, new ones. You're starting a new life. I yeah. yeah. Congrats on this chapter. I am. Thank you. I am starting a new life. Let's. We'll see how it goes. Oh, fingers crossed. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> Well, if anybody likes interior design, let me know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say you were nervous, like about you and Joe moving in together. Oh no, but. that I'm not. That I'm not nervous about. But I'm. Well, I'm. Oh well, I don't. I'm a little nervous about closet space. But that's another conversation. <laughs> Listen, that that's let's that's talk about come. the Grammys. Let's talk about the Grammys, okay, everybody? Let's get into today's topics. We have a great show. Great. We're gonna talk all about the Grammys, which, like we said, good show. We also are gonna talk about the Vanity Fair article that came out about Army Hammer and about his entire family. Mm-hmm. J Lo and A Rod are much are, are definitely on the rocks. First For they sure. broke Confirmed. up, then it was. They they're not breaking up, but we'll we'll dive into it. On the rock sounds appropriate. Yeah, on the rocks, I think is the right way to put that. The Bachelor announced two new hosts for the next season of The Bachelorette. Chris Harrison will not be hosting. Will he return? Who knows? Nick's album Spaceman mm. came out on Friday. Deluxe and version last night. Too. Yeah, the deluxe version with a song from the Jonas yep. Brothers, which was very cool. Yep. And we have a great interview with Camilla Luddington from Grey's Anatomy, which Just all the Grey's fans well out there. Rounded episode. Good app. Good app. <laughs> we got some personal updates. Yeah. Music, m- TV, ah! relationships, <laughs> great Bachelor. App. It's everything. It's everything you've ever wanted. Yep. Yep. God, we're good. No. <laughs> put that put that Billie Eilish song in right there. Oh, right to the Grammys. Yeah. I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Okay, it's time to get into the Grammys recap, which was last night. This show was great. We said it from the beginning. Great show. Fuck the Golden Globes. The Grammys was awesome. If they go back to the way they used to do the show, I'll be furious. This This was fantastic. It was performance after performance. It had the important awards that you yep. care about. It wasn't a bunch of nonsense thrown in. Uh, they gave out a lot of awards before the show yep. even started. So we saw that all over the place. People were winning before they were were even on stage. Uh, but we got to the important awards. Great performances. Uh, hosting wasn't that funny. But, you know, we'll just... Uh, that's, you know, that's just the way the yeah, award shows yeah. go these Trevor days. Trevor Noah... 
and and what's what's interesting too is it was still such a good show yeah. that Trevor Noah feels fairly irrele- right. uh, irrelevant to the to the whole entire um, production. If it was someone that was funnier, maybe it would have been even better. But there were some moments that I enjoyed, but there were also some moments that fell a little flat. But that's right. okay. He but did I feel it, like that's he, every yes, and he but he did he, a good. When he was making fun of Harry Styles in the beginning, or like he was making some joke, and Harry just like kind of wasn't laughing. Yeah, yeah. He said something about like he he'll steal your dress or something. I don't yeah. Know. He and he. He, but he did do a good job of just facilitating. Like he kept things moving. We're jumping between performances and award show, like yeah. awards. And I feel like he was good with that. Right. Usually, when the award show is so bad, then everyone also shits on the host because Correct. because there's nothing good Correct. about it. Where the this production show was so good, was really good. So you kind of don't even care about the host. But the show started off with Harry Styles mm. opening up with watermelon sugar. The outfit he had on was. Uh, unbelievable it was double leather top and bottom no shirt underneath and a feather boa uh, green at first when i saw this outfit i was like unbelievable unbelievable, unbelievable. but when help i fall and i can't get up yes. kind of situation. when he ripped the scarf off yeah oh oh i yeah. was i couldn't believe my eyes i i can't even talk about it right now i'm getting flustered and i'm getting hot like need to yeah. take off my no. sweatshirt because he looked so unbelievable. He's amazing, this man. His tattoos, I, I, everything about him. I can't even put it into words. He is unbelievable. It's, it, it's And it's also something, too, because, yes, you are right. When the boa came off, it was like gasp for air kind of moment. But the boa was also so great. Like, so powerful. Nobody can rock a feather boa like he can. And, he, you know, he Unless had it in his other Elton outfit. John. Right. But it's just... It's just it was incredible. He sang Watermelon Sugar. He sounded great. Um, and But even like that set the stage for just a very cool way of doing their performances. It went from Harry Styles to Billie Eilish to Haim. Like, the way they did it was really cool. And I also thought it was cool that you could see they were all so close to each other. So, like, when Billie Eilish was playing, they would cut to Harry Styles. <laughs> and you could see him bopping along, listening. And same for, for, for Haim. So, it was... Very cool, and he sounded fantastic. And once again, I, the the Gucci outfit, unbelievable. He was in head to toe Gucci. You oh, know, yeah, he had the, the he oh, had yeah. the little Gucci banana penis necklace that I tried sold out. It I know everywhere I, I, yeah, last night. Out. I tried. Big I went on every site. Out. I went everywhere. I almost settled for the silver instead of the mm. gold because it was le- and I, I couldn't get it. I tried to get this necklace <laughs> for an hour. I need it so bad. I love him so very much, Harry. I love you. I know you're not listening to this, but if you happen to. I love you I so much. It was I really like, do. It was a cool, slowed down version of Watermelon Sugar. Yeah, it was. I like. I kind of wished that I know that Watermelon Sugar was why he he was right. nominated and he actually won yeah. for. And so I get all that, but there are so many better songs than, uh, than Watermelon Sugar on for Fine sure, Line. But, but that's like a pop song, yeah. so I and I it's get the biggest it. one. It's like, the big. No, it's by right. far the biggest one. But I feel like it has other people impact. had multiple songs like. You know, Dua Lipa had multiple songs, song. and and Cardi and Megan had multiple songs, and I feel like he was opening the show, and usually when you open the show, I feel like you get a longer spot. Right, right, right. But his was only one song, and I'm just doing this because it's Harry Styles. And no Miley Cyrus, but we don't. Yeah, no Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Fran. We'll we'll move on from that. I know, I know. I'm sorry, everyone. I get my hopes up, too. That's okay. We'll move on. But the first award went to Meg Thee Stallion, who won for New Artist, and... 
once again, I was crying. Yeah. I, I started crying immediately when Harry was performing because how could I not? Then I cried when Billie Eilish performed because I think Billie Eilish is so talented at such a young age and it fascinates me. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Her and her brother, they have a great relationship. Once again, it's like the Academy loves the Academy loves Phineas. And then Meg, then she wins for Best New Artist. She gets up there. She's crying. Yeah. And I was like, I think I need to take a pregnancy test because I am crying and everything. I'm so emotional. Yeah. But then I realized I do this at every... At, that's true. At every sort of... Like, where people are, like, winning awards or, you know, they finally get get that dream of theirs, yeah. you know? I, I just cry. So yeah. I was so happy for all these people. And Meg looked great. Loved her dress. She looked amazing. The color was fantastic of, of her dress. I feel like yeah, she just like an had orange. such an amazing night. Because um, not only, you know, Best Artist, um, she won Best Rap Song... Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe there was perhaps something, something else too. a rap performance. They won for Savage Remix with Beyonce mm-hmm. too. I mean, not only did she win all these awards at her first Grammys, she literally got on stage with Beyonce, like Beyonce walked on stage with her. Um, it was just like a cool way, a, a cool thing to see. She was thanking Rock Nation and, mm-hmm. and Jay-Z and Jay-Z's sitting right there too. Um, it was definitely worked out wonderfully. And this doesn't take away from, this doesn't take away from Meg at all in what I'm saying because that song was amazing. Like the song was massive. Of course mm-hmm. it's going to win and, and it is what it is. But like there's no way that rock nation and them like actually being able to get beyonce and jay-z at the award show like didn't help i feel like that just helps well i think it's because they knew beyonce was gonna beat the record yeah yeah and so i feel like they they give beyonce and jay-z a heads up like you're about to beat like we got the answers you're about to win when they were walking off stage and then trevor was like wait wait i was like uncomfortable because i'm like you can't just tell beyonce yeah yeah, i know come on step back yeah no but it was it was for good reason and she found out that she tied it while she was up on stage with meg but then when she won for black parade is when they announced like you beat the record which is such a cool moment to see beyonce like still once 28 grand it's really weird once again just like she's shocked yeah but it's beyonce yeah so it's like these people they it still doesn't get old to them the the ladies real and also i just got it like I did not expect Beyonce and Jay-Z to be there. So when they were panning the tables and all of a sudden it goes all the way across and then it's like, bam, Beyonce and Jay-Z. It was like, oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. They, you know, they're, they're sitting at their table and Jay-Z's got his um, champagne on the table. What is it called? Oh, uh, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Noah. His, his, and they're just having a nice time. Beyonce's there. Obviously, she, um, you know, you know, you know you're expecting something big when she's sitting right there, which is exactly what happened. 28 Grammys beat the award. And like I said, massive night for the ladies out there, mm-hmm. the women of music. Not only was Meg Thee Stallion a huge winner, Beyonce beats that record, Taylor Swift and Folklore won Album of mm-hmm. the Year, and now Taylor Swift is the only female um, to win album of the year three different times. And I believe I saw a bunch of tweets um, that there are only three other artists 
that have three other artists. Like there has been producers um, and you know production side that mm-hmm. have won album of the year three or four times. But artist wise, it's Taylor Swift, uh, Frank Sinatra, Paul Simon, and what was the last one? I'm gonna forget. It. I sent it in the in the group. Elton John, maybe no. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. That's what it is. All okay. legends. Yeah. What a no, lineup I, that it's, is. It's incredible. That's l- so insane. Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Taylor Swift Crazy. have won um, album of the year, and so they win. Uh, Taylor Swift wins. Billie Eilish mm-hmm. wins record of the year with Phineas. And like I said, I feel like Phine- I feel like the Academy loves Phineas yeah. production wise. Like Phineas, Phineas just gets a lot of top love. prize. Um, we know that Harry Styles won for pop solo performance. So you throw him there. Dua Lipa mm-hmm. won for pop um, vocal album. I can't breathe. Her song of the year her is so cool. She's she just literally so cool. just raging. She just gets it's up cool. there and you're just like, she's so fucking cool. So fucking cool. Everything just um, pop duo shred. group performance was yeah, Ariana and Lady Gaga. Like mm-hmm. you really covered pop. All of the biggest right. women um, in music were winning, which was was awesome. Like it and was I love, really women dominated. Right. And, and I, Harry Styles, a dream. It's so, so good. And I love the people who obviously like Billie Eilish is, is more new. Meg yeah. is new. Uh, Dua Lipa has been around for like a few years now, but like Lady Gaga, yeah. Beyonce, they've been around for so long yeah. and they're still out here just crushing it. Crushing like they it. just still what put out hits. What do you think of Dua Lipa's performance? Oh, unreal. Amazing. She is phenomenal. I think I would love a Dua Lipa concert. Uh, yeah, 100%. She is phenomenal. <laughs> I will say that there were moments that I felt like the lip syncing was a little was a little tough. Really? I didn't notice with her. I, I saw it with Cardi B. That's the only time I noticed really. Well, I noticed Dua, Dua right Dua, away. Really? Yeah. Right in the beginning. Well, that's yeah. like pop star. Right. No, no. Yeah, that's I, what I'm, 100%. Yeah. But I, and I also think that it came off very obvious because she normally does not lip sync, right? And I think like mm-hmm. when you're naturally a performer like she is, when you try and go into that other mode, it's sometimes it comes off a and little bit more obvious. And I feel like everyone obvious. knows she's a good singer and can sing. It's not when, like she has to. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And it's and and the it's the Grammys. Like I feel like so many live television performances Artists don't even have a choice on whether or not. Like sometimes it's like, no, this she's is like how we have to do it. Around. Yeah, oh my god, she's dancing. got her. She's dancing. She's got outfit changes. She's yeah. doing everything. So no, one hundred percent. Um, it was phenomenal. She is just were, majestic. Yeah, she like really is. <laughs> she's just a s- absolute specimen of a human being. I, I, she's so hot. It's unbelievable. Listen, good for you, Anwar Hadid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she really is. And the purple outfits, just every, the purple blazer, just everything, everything about her. Everything. You know, she she had um, DaBaby come and do like their levitating remix that he's on. DaBaby's performance was great, too. Yeah. I like there's a lot of really good performers. And I really liked his outfit. I loved his outfit. And, I, and, I, and a lot of times I feel like with the rap performances that the Grammys are live TV shows, too, that those are not like actually live like i mean cardi b it was pretty obvious mm-hmm. but but he he was performing he like really put on a show he was great and he had his grandma background singers that were oh unbelievable, that unbelievable. like everybody had a great performance everybody brought something different to the table yeah, they everybody did. had a different vibe yeah uh, 
Meg and, and Cardi, we have to talk about WAP because who even knew they were going to perform WAP? Like, yeah. I don't think, I think if we wet, knew that. Wet, wet, we, yeah, wet. Yeah, like, like, it came first first of all, like, it was so, The clean uh, version is hilarious. Yeah. They made it almost like classy. Like, when it started, it was just. Yeah, right, yeah. but they're literally scissoring on the bed, but yes. they have to cut out wet ass pussy live speaking. It doesn't make any right. sense to just play the song because they are literally fucking each other on yeah. stage, which is fine. I, I, I love it. Like, I love that they get up there and they're like, we're going to perform this. We don't care that everybody gets, well, not everybody, but people get mad about this. They're just going to get up there and do their thing. So I love that. I I think that both of them, both of them are great. I am like currently obsessed with Meg Thee Stallion. So that's another thing. Like her line was like, what, uh, what would Beyonce do but make her ratchet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's just funny and she just has she a good is. attitude. And uh, but her and Cardi, Hot Girl they, Summer Part Two, she said coming yeah. up. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, love it. These two are just. I I was just laughing. I'm like, they're really just up there doing this thing. Yeah. And it's great for all of us who don't care. But they, oh my god, the people who get up in arms about it. It's like what. Why do you even care? Yeah. Why do you care that much? Change the channel that bothers right. like, you that if you're, much. Like there's plenty other channels on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Just change it. I don't know. There, it was it was awesome. It was exactly what I expected from them. Meg they're, was they're, literally they're clapping performers. cheeks before Cardi came No, they're they are <laughs> they are fantastic. Um, and you know you get kind of like the. It's funny because obviously. TikTok has had such a huge influence on on some of these songs. Mm-hmm. So like kind of seeing it's funny when you you're like we're watching the Grammys they're doing like TikTok dances yeah. on the Grammys, you know, and Doja Cat and everything like it's 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 very interesting, but the two of them were amazing. Across the board, performances of the night were all Bruno Mars and great. Anderson uh, Pack. Silk Sonic so good. Is the fact that those two decided to pair up together is just a gift that the world didn't deserve. Their orange suits, everything, the way that it was shot too. Yeah, yeah. I can't describe exactly what it they're, is. They could be time. They could be time travelers. Those two, right? It just like they're from a different era. They're just so smooth, so smooth. Anderson Pack is like the most talented. Guy. Uh, they're <laughs> so. It's I don't like, know how he how plays the drums get, and sings like that I don't, at the yeah. same time. I don't know how you also just get to. And of course, they're so fantastic. But it's like the fact that they agreed to form this band together is so cool like there's two huge stars on their own and to have them combine into like a band that's not even their names you know it's not like the the bruno and anderson show it's (laughs) it's they came up with the coolest name ever silk sonic like they're they're just some cool cool guys cats they are (laughs) they they really are that was that was by far one of um one of my favorites. The mm-hmm. country music was great. You know, Post Maren Malone Morris was good. played with John oh. Mayer, um, which is great. I, I I never get tired of listening to Bones. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I sing it every time I hear it. Um, yeah, Post Malone was good. And that's what Noah was saying, too, before we started to record. Like, the, the packages that they put together for Record of the Year were all so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes the packages you're sitting there, you're like, oh, wrap put, it up. Like, so like, much effort into it. There was one point where, like, Billie Eilish was being interviewed, and then she's like, in a car and it yeah, like, yeah. like the, the effects and everything the production yeah, was, cool. was on another really level cool. that I've ever seen before at the Grammys like everybody's performance the screens the way I love the stages the way, yeah the stages the way everything fell into each other yeah. and and uh, when they would announce the award the music kind of sounded like it was from Succession yeah, yeah yes. every everything was so good about the production yeah really Wait, no complaints about you, the Grammys did you have any 
idea of what Harry Styles got bleeped for. People were like, yeah, he said, um, he said that there's a lot of like fucking massive tracks on the like. Uh I think he just said, yeah, I think he just said that that like these these uh, other. I'm like. Performances like, turned on thinking about Harry Styles throwing an f bomb out there on stage. I, that, that was all he said. It was he said fucking massive about oh my like God. the others, I about the other songs. Sorry to hear him say that about yeah, the other yeah. songs nominated yeah. to give yeah. them such a compliment yeah. like that. And everybody's oh. going crazy over the clip of of him clips of him and Taylor Swift having oh, a little. Yeah, I did see that a little when he convo. won. She was clapping immediately and they were supporting each other also the pictures of him and Lizzo are great Lizzo made a TikTok how she was dying to meet Harry Styles (laughs) and then she did and I just love that because I'm picturing Lizzo like screaming when she sees Harry and then Harry being all calm with his hunchback and I'm I'm picturing Lizzo being like we have to do a song together and Harry being like yeah you know the one thing that they have to fix the envelopes I don't know what was going on because and it's funny when one person struggles. Like, it's funny when Lizzo's like, well, we can't, can't fucking open this thing. It's like the first award. But when you get all the way to the end. And, but they and must re- want that for the, the suspense. Right. But everybody was like, everybody was having a hard time, having a hard time doing it. You got Ringo Starr up there who looks fantastic. And he's 80. Why does he look like that? He's, I know. It's incredible. <laughs> These people. What? I know. What Benjamin is it? Buttons. Yeah. What is it? I know. But like we said, all around... Great stuff. Oh, and BTS. I can't oh, be remiss yeah, we, if I didn't oh, throw BTS in here. Dynamite is a great song. <laughs> I Without fail. I've heard that song so many times. And at this point in time, we should like hate that song. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like it should annoy everyone at this point. It's like, oh, God. Like, it's just one of those pop songs you hear all the time. N- never. Never. I hear it, and I'm just like, like me up like dynamite, dynamite. And, you can't with bts there's and it was good so, vibes normally that late in the grammys like i'm asleep like i'm like this is late and yes it was very long mm-hmm. definitely could have you know a hard 11 p.m out would have been nice but bts at 11 30 i was like all right i'm awake yeah. i can do this it was hard to go to sleep after it was it was oh, also uh, Brittany howard and chris martin that was oh great so good so i wish chris martin sang with her too but yeah you know this show was one of those shows where I was like, I don't even care if this doesn't end. Whereas Golden yeah, Globes, yeah. it was like, oh yeah. my god, we have another hour of yeah. this. This was this was a really great it, job you know by everyone. If JoJo Siwa performed with, oh <gasps> yeah, apparently DaBaby asked JoJo Siwa yeah. to perform with him at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. That would have she, been she's busy. Unreal. She's busy. Jojo C was busy filming something or else, you know, the she baby didn't want to blow up her spot. Yeah. He didn't want to say what she was filming, which fair enough. But yeah. I could imagine that Jojo Siwa, wherever she's filming right now, it's like, fuck. Like I could have been on stage at the Grammys with the baby. If, if she came on stage, <laughs> I would have lost my shit. I swear <laughs> to God, if Jojo Siwa was on the stage, believe I'm pretty sure my heart would have pounded out of my chest. Like I really, that would have been such an exciting, shocking thing. It would. I think everyone would have. That would have been the most talked about moment. Yeah. I think of the year. Yeah. If Jojo Siwa just came out on stage with the baby at the Grammys. Yep. Just such an unlikely pair. Would have been amazing. Everything was great. I think we. I think we could wrap it up. I think we've yeah. covered most things. I'm, I'm trying to just thank remember. you, Harry Styles. Yeah, thank I you, just, Harry Styles. I love you so yeah. very much. I'm going to wear that exact outfit and take pictures one day. And the I, leather outfit. I, I mean, I yeah. own both pieces. Yeah, yeah. I own a top and a bottom that looks exactly like that. All I need is a green feather boa, mm-hmm. and maybe I can catch Harry's attention that way. It's a good Halloween costume. 
Yeah. I don't know if I can wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about wearing it today. I was like, should I, go in? should I go in in this outfit? It was too early. <laughs> yeah, it gets far, far too early for if that. If you walked in here in that outfit, I would have told you to go <laughs> Yeah, far too early for that. <laughs> Said cancel it. We're yeah. just yeah, not, not, it's not, it's not, it's not happening, happening today. today. <laughs> we'll just put this picture out, this outfit, and we'll move on. Oh, his dance moves. I can't stop thinking about it. All right. I got, we got to talk about yeah. something else. Reel in. <laughs> Friday news shocked the world mm. that A-Rod and J-Lo would be splitting up all because of Madison LaCroix <laughs> from Southern Charm. Yes, those were real headlines yeah. that were posted about everywhere in the media. And then quickly the narrative changed after that was out on TMZ yep. and E and all those places. Quickly it changed that, no, 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 they are not over yet. They're working on some things. Still together. Still together. I don't believe that. I think that J-Lo and A-Rod are done, and I think they have been done, and I think that, and I think you probably saw this on Dumois as well, that apparently, you know, J-Lo is too big of a star to have Madison LaCroix control the narrative of her breakup with A-Rod, which... Is so I believe fair. it because that just makes the most logical sense. Right. If you were J-Lo, wouldn't you be like, yeah. this is so embarrassing yeah. that this girl from Southern Charm is Correct. ruining my relationship Correct. with A-Rod? Like, what is happening right now? Right. Like, I, I, I'm. she's not going down as, like, I, our relationship ended because A-Rod is quote, possibly cheating and with Bravo, a, a woman from a Bravo television show. Or Bravo like, Liberty. Literally other sliding in Bravo Liberty's yeah, DMs. Yeah. Yeah. But not even just her. I feel like there's a lot of other um yeah. women out there too who who could have said they've had similar interactions with him as Madison had. So Listen, I think that it's sad because I feel like they were they had a nice blended family, it seemed like right. they had been 100%. engaged for I think two that's years. The, the kids too. The wedding was coming. Yeah. So it's obviously going to be a sad situation because when their kids all get along and now it's like, oh no. Daddy's messaging yeah. a Bravo liberty. We can't we can't carry on with this. It's just it's crazy that this is a that, is that they, a thing, Bravo Bravo Liberty, liberty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's no way like I know that they are trying to sw- switch the narrative now that that they are okay but there is a zero percent chance these two walk down the aisle what kind of chance zero what kind a fat chance <laughs> yes fat chance a rod and j-lo walk down the aisle yeah we asked us during the grammys if fat chance meant zero chance or big chance because so it means zero yes I, it just doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> Right. Why would fat chance mean zero chance? Fat chance to me means like a big chance. Like he would be <laughs> yeah, like skinny chance. Yeah, if it was zero, it'd be like yeah, slim, slim chance. Slim chance. Which also does thing, work. Yeah. I think slim, yeah, slim chance, chance. But why fat, fat chance? chance is just the, it's just. That it's sounds just, like I'm going to start using it as a huge chance. <laughs> Do you think JLo has seen the reunion? Yes. Southern Charm reunion? It has been shown to her by oh, a person. I would, and, I would bet. Uh, yeah yeah because she's watching the mouth to find out if they mouth a rod yeah she's hiring a professional mouth reader to find out what they said 
it just seems like and and you know these are obviously the rumors that have been put out there it just seems like this story broke they were not expecting it to they had this leak and in order for them to save their image slash to be able to try and curate how they want a breakup to go it was like no we're still together we're good um, JLo's in the Dominican Republic right now also filming a movie so they're not even together which I feel like makes this even more dramatic and she's filming this movie with Lenny Kravitz who yeah I mean not to that would be a couple not yeah, to, I would I love to say, J-Lo and Lenny Kravitz to, together not to push JLo along here but <laughs> Lenny Kravitz is significantly cooler than but, A-Rod yeah if Lenny's available that's <laughs> yeah, I think they would be unbelievable <laughs> We're all like, all right, all right, all right. A Rod was cool yeah. and all, but yeah. Lenny. Like, well, do you think Lenny would ever be caught like filming her like in the crowd, the way that A Rod does? No, no, Lenny would have his arms, he, arms he, crossed, he not in his her. head. Yeah, and true. that's what she needs because look, this is the thing. It was all now. I just feel like it was all facade. Like Ooh. all the all the yeah fucking supportive shit. Go for it. Well, yeah, it's like you're already that, that same phone he's got holding up filming her. Guess what he's doing? Messaging Bravo. Yeah, like and, Ma- and Madison Lacroix's name is popping up at the yeah, top. So by I the way, know. Noah, I don't know. We love that you chime in. We're gonna need a camera on you. We're gonna need a camera on you. Okay, don't you agree? Mm. Yeah, if you if you want to chat it up with us, no, no, no. I only chat it up when I, I have a strong opinion. Yeah, but you <laughs> you've had strong opinions recently. Uh, we want a camera on you, one that's just like a cute little producer one. That one that's right in front of your face. There's one right there. There is one right in front of me. Yeah. You it's could just on. start recording yourself. I don't. I know to. it's what the people want. <laughs> that was a big sigh. It's just like a. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'm gonna yeah, have somebody maybe, yeah. maybe come in here and start clicking record before yeah. you even know. No, it. but I. I one hundred percent do believe that they are not together right now. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they're done. And also, and if they are still together, it is strained. Yeah, it's strained. Lenny's coming in. Listen, I I heard that Lenny Kravitz is single, and I feel like if J Lo's around Lenny Kravitz long enough, and he's single, and J Lo's on the rocks with A Rod. Yeah. And she, on in the back of her head, she's like, "Oh, A Rod's messaging fitness girls and Bravo celebrities. I'm gonna fuck Lenny Kravitz. Like, come on, come on, it's Lenny Kravitz. Putting J Lo, putting J Lo in the Lenny Kravitz, and um, why am I spacing on Zoe? Yes, but I'm uh, um, Lisa be- Bonet. Lisa Bonet, yeah. Yeah. Zoe's mom, in the in the and then he Lisa be- Bonet, Jason Momoa, yep, yep. all of <laughs> Zoe it. Kravitz family, unbelievable. I know that the son, we can't trust them. I know we can't trust the son, but I do like this headline: mm. J Lo getting close to co-star yeah, yeah. Lenny Kravitz as she works through issues with A Rod amidst split rumors over cheating. With this picture of them, where they ah. They look like such. They yeah. look like such a oh, good couple. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah, no, rooting for that pretty hard. Not gonna lie, we are. Just, Listen, sorry, A Rod. You know, it's you'll be it's, fine. At this point, with with A Rod, it just feels like a where there's smoke, there's fire oh, kind of situation. Old, and if there's that joke. many, uh, the, the, the it's cheating not, it's stuff. It's not the first time he's got caught cheating. 
Well, it's it's. Yeah. Has anyone thought of that until now? Probably <laughs> Noah. Everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Literally, just came to me. everybody on Twitter has made this. I haven't seen it. One hundred percent has joke has. But not, not only a Rod's been cheating not, before. <laughs> like, not only in baseball, but I do believe. The thing is, there will be people who like, don't get it. Didn't it's he cheat on his ex-wife? Yeah. No, but I also yes. think like he cheated on his ex-wife. I'm pretty too, sure he's though. a notorious yes, cheater. <laughs> I think he cheats he, on everything. Every facet of life. <laughs> oh man. Just... We might have to cut this out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, it, it's all right. I think it's okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> that was funny. We're joking. Yeah, it's just Wake. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was some good jokes. I mean, and and look, at the end of the day, J Lo is not going to J-Lo's not going to let this control the the public story. No, I'm just looking at pictures 100%. of J-Lo, J-Lo's got, J-Lo's got too many powerful people in her camp. She's too powerful herself to have the story go down like this. So they're changing it. Look at this picture of Lenny Kravitz. I'm pretty sure that's Donatella Versace and J-Lo. You're, that is correct. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> it's powerful. That's, that's such an iconic picture. <laughs> literally just I hope they never leave the little Dominican I I hope they never leave the Dominican Republic I was gonna say the little island they're on but I I was gonna say little little island I was gonna say the little island they're on and then I thought I should just say Dominican Republic and it turned into that so they should never leave where they are Hammer titled The Fall of Army Hammer, A Family Saga of Sex, Money, Drugs, and Betrayal. This article went in depth about Army Hammer, his his father, his great-grandfather, his great-great-grandfather, a long line of people who are not good. A lot of bad people involved in Army's mm-hmm. family. They described it as for the people who know Hammer's family, peppered with Russian communists and American oil tycoons. Mm-hmm. Like that's as soon as you read that, you're like, all right, buckle no, up. No, it, it's it's a pretty wild ride. If you haven't read the article, you can you can check it out and hear more about his family history. And I, I knew that there were some shady shit, but I didn't really know how deep it went, how many generations mm-hmm. it's it spanned. Um, and the, as far as, like, deep allegations or whatnot, like, Everything we read in this article is stuff we have heard from. We uh, have heard already. You know, they they spoke to uh, two of the women that dated him after his divorce with Elizabeth Chambers. They've you know had sources here, sources there, but kind of just learning about the family and learning how they viewed themselves. They're a family of narcissists. No one like it's some of the details of. The way his father lived his life sounds very similar, very similar to him in the sense that, like, Army's father, Michael, lived, like, kind of this playboy lifestyle running on money that maybe mm-hmm. he didn't even necessarily have. Met Army's mom, who's, like, a devout 
Christian woman, like very, very seriously religious. And it feels like Michael tried to be that way and to take on that lifestyle to like better himself. And when in reality he is like this also kind of dark kind of guy. You know, it's reached a bad point when they start referring to the devil often. And I feel like in this article, it was mentioned multiple times how Army's mom thought that Army was being taken by the devil and yeah. that he had lost his faith in God and that she'd wish that he would get back to being religious because the devil was taking yeah. him. Yep. And I feel like whenever you're referring to the devil that much, you are in it. Yeah. Like you, this is like religion is your life. Being this devout Christian is your entire life. And so I feel like that could also have like clearly army hammer is going to be messed up when multiple people in his family have murdered people yeah and also his mom is telling him that the devil probably scaring him his entire life about the devil first of all and also just having so many other issues built in yeah he's going to have it he's going to have problems i feel like obviously some of it was public knowledge or most of what in what was in this article we had heard about recently. Yeah. Right. But because Army Hammer, he wasn't that famous, I think, until recently when all of this came out. This right. scandal made him right. He more was well known. He was trying to be. Yeah, the they made jokes man. in the article yeah. about how like he never quite was able to like really become really that leading, become man. leading man and then successfully yeah like he had roles as a leading man but the but, movies that they did were not really fantastic call me by um call me by your name was the right that call me by my call I me always, by your name no, i always say call me by my name by accident call me by your name i yeah. said it right the first time was like the one that really gave him some kind of Social recognition. Network no, well, no, that was but his but, first. Yeah, and thing. he wasn't exactly like the star no, of the social yeah, network. But he was definitely a big part. And it was like, oh, he's playing twins. He's playing yeah. Two yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but and it, that was never... for sure a big role for him. But like, he was in that movie for maybe what Ooh. five minutes max. No, no, he was in it more than that. I think Barely. he's, he's in it in more. It I think much. towards the towards the yeah yeah middle yeah. end. And call me by your name. He got like nominations for. I'm saying he got actual more recognition i mean i just feel like army hammer was a name that was floated around girls had crushes on him just from seeing him and things and then i remember i i saw was it nocturnal yeah like probably a month later i feel like less than a month i couldn't have had worse timing i think it was nocturnal animals i watched uh with amy adams and jay gyllenhaal and then army hammer is in it as well and i watched that and i was like oh my god army hammer q and i watched the social network again i had seen it when it first came out i was like oh my god army hammer what but he didn't have he doesn't have that many movies to be like oh yeah that's no. army hammer so i feel like we wouldn't have known all of this about his family because people weren't that interested in army hammer right. until all right. of this happened Definitely. now we're getting in-depth analysis about all the people in his family the crimes they've committed they also he comes from money he come, yeah he comes from a family that family has a lot of money, money but he does not have that money and yeah. i feel like that is something in the in the article it's mentioned it's like he he that's something he prides himself off of yeah. is just like not taking his family's money but yeah. now it seems like he's very much struggling and it does kind of seem like everybody been. in the family lived fairly lavishly off the money mm-hmm. from their grandparents great-grandfather armand and they once like that will 
the will didn't give as much money to the family as the family had expected, and it caused so many problems within the family. You know, they talked to Casey Hammer, who's his aunt, who has written a book about, like, leaving the family and how dark and mm-hmm. twisted that family is. And um, he... And, and it's just like that they would live this these lavish lifestyles on like this money that they didn't necessarily mm-hmm. even have. It was kind of um, what's the why am I why am I spacing on the name of this uh, knives knives uh, out knives out knives out. I was kind of getting like some knives out vibes of like family fighting yeah. over money situation. Or Casey Hammer said that she started watching Succession and had yeah. to turn it off because it reminded her too much of her own family. Yeah, yeah. And this, I, I pulled like a couple quotes from the article. It, it is pretty long of things that just like stood out to me too. One, yes, his straight up uh, Army's grandfather murdered someone. murderer straight yep. up uh the, on his 26th birthday 26th birthday yep. 1955 he killed a man inside his la home over gambling debt and supposed advances on his wife glenda sue the front page headlines read millionaire son kills gi armand had a friend deliver fifty thousand dollars in cash to a lawyer in los angeles julian claimed self-defense and charges were dismissed so he just kind of got out of that um michael army's father is like in california uh, I think he stays prevalent in, in charities and things like that. Like people see him out and he's like a, maybe a society guy, one mm. might say. And this quote stood out to me because I was like, this is the this is the narcissism. This is the trait that Army has. Like speaking to the Montecito Journal, Michael said that his proposal, this is the proposal he'd had to um, Army's mom. Michael said that his proposal had a patriotic theme a red alligator skin Birkin bag, Armand's white rolls in which he popped the question, and the blue of his very own eyes. Like, who says that about themselves? It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Narcissism. That's like you said. They're all so fucked up. And um, they listed all the quotes from years past where Army, and we've seen all of these, where Army has spoken to publications where it's been like, hmm, that sounds iffy. That sounds iffy. Like... You know, the Playboy interview and things he said to to Elle. Um, you know, he told Elle that he had was talking about a violent altercation that he had with a homeless man. And he had said, my wife says I have a frontal lobe issue. Your frontal lobe controls your danger response. Like, whoa, I shouldn't be doing this. So, like, even at some point it felt like Elizabeth Chambers felt like you have something chemically chemically wrong and you would think in a family a long line like this that has had many problems that they would try and seek help to prevent it in the future which doesn't seem like that happened and like i said no wonder army has all these issues but that doesn't excuse all the shit that he's done like he's he definitely cheated a lot it seemed like potentially um and elizabeth had found out about those those things uh, it was just interesting to, like I said, learning more about his family. This um, one line said, Michael, who multiple, multiple people say has the mindset of a teenage boy, also allegedly documented some of his deeds, texting X-rated photos to friends. So, like, there's just a lot of parallels of, you know, marriage, trying to have that clean family image, and then breaking, you know, having that end or breaking out mm-hmm. of that and then doing, like, these things that, don't necessarily make sense to right to to normal people 
What I'm so confused about is if his mom is this extremely religious person, how does she get involved in this family? You know, something about her kind of screams. Well, I think Michael put on like I think Michael put on this facade of right, like, right. oh, I, I am also deeply religious. Let's true. Let's bond on that and have that connection. You know, it just seems like he was almost able to put on that hat to be like, this is who I'm going to be now. In order to be with you, we'll start this family, and then that wasn't really who he actually was. Yeah, it's the whole thing is is sort of creepy. It's wild. It's really a wild story. It's just, and it goes back so far. You, we don't get to get all the details of it, but even just learning about like his great great his great grandfather Armand, who's the one that you know really kind of excelled this family, the family into into the money, and he's the one who got like the family into the oil industry and and things like that. Um, and you know, like he was like hanging out with like Stalin and Putin. like he mm-hmm. he was. Um, uh, straight up like big time Russian communist. So it's all very it's all it's all very interesting from a historical standpoint of like what went down with his mm-hmm. family and how that has definitely shaped who he is. For Army. sure. Because if you had a a grandfather, great grandfather who have murdered people that like you can't say that about your family. You know yeah. what I mean? Me and you can't say that about our families. Our family history is not no. that interesting. No. Not interesting in a good way, but when you read about it on the outside looking in, you're like, whoa, a lot has happened in his family. Yeah. I'm interested to see if more comes out because I feel like for a while we thought more was going to come out about Army that was going to be yeah. like even more than we already knew. Yeah. It seems like that hasn't happened yet. And we got this article, which was detailed about his family, but things that we had already known that had come out about him recently. So yeah. it was just be interesting it was to seeing, see if there's more. Yeah. And seeing it in a legitimate publication gives it just a little bit more, um, just gives it like a little bit more life. Like seeing the va- seeing Vanity Fair publish an article like this detailing all of these things. Yeah. Um, you know they they took it seriously and I've, they've reached out to Army for a comment. Of course, Army's camp says that they actually blame a lot of these rumors on Dumois, the Instagram account, which is Crazy. so ridiculous and also shows how they have no defense if their go-to is to blame uh, an Instagram account, a, a blind gossip Instagram account that really didn't post any like new information. Solely posted what other social media accounts are posting house of effie and girls who are who are posting messages and screenshots and whatnot and also just like other um publications speaking about it like there was no they're just mad they got caught yeah it wasn't like, like hey right. army's not doing this it's right. like hey uh right you know and they really they I, told everybody for sure and dumont definitely posted about it but like not extensively it's not like yeah. they normal had amount a, of how they right, post about other a things. massive amount of posts about it so that was fairly telling that his if that's all that they could provide you know it's like okay that's that's it that's what you're gonna go for that really shows how uh how how much you have to like defend yourself it could you mm-hmm. don't have anything oh, yeah, yeah.
Should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. A lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette news this week. Um, we're not going to talk about everything just because it is all going to be announced Monday night on the after show. So in case everyone, there's people who want to wait for that moment to watch it happen then because there have been spoilers this past weekend and last week of kind of detailing what's going to go down with the Bachelorette season. However... This isn't really a spoiler. This is just an announcement. I'm sure they're going to talk about it. And also, The Bachelor already posted about it. So, it's it's a done deal. Tasha and Caitlin will be hosting the next season of The Bachelorette. It is out there if you don't know who is The Bachelorette. But like I said, they will be announcing it all during the live show. So, we'll talk about it on Wednesday when we when we recap the whole the whole night. But that is 100% confirmed. Tasha and Caitlin will be stepping in for Chris Harrison for, for this season. Who knows um, the length? We still don't really know what the, what the deal is with Chris Harrison. But, and the way that Tasha and Caitlin are even framing it, it sounds like, you know, they're stepping in is, I, I think, I forget who wrote it. Tasha or Caitlin had said, you know, stepping in to help guide the Bachelorette or things like that. Not necessarily being like, yeah, we're taking over for Chris. Like, they're like, no, yeah. we're doing our own thing and he won't be there. <laughs> I think it's going to be so different. I really love these choices. I love yeah. Tasha and I love Caitlin Bristow so much. I think that they both have different energy yeah. as well. So I think that they're going to work well together. And I also think having two women help the bachelorette through this yeah. is going to help the bachelorette a lot because definitely chris harrison he was a good host but it's kind of like talking to your dad in some way yeah. whereas when you have two women around the same age as you that have been through the same journey as you and they could speak from experience and they know what is going on with the producers and they know what's going on behind the scenes and they've just been through it can definitely help the bachelorette a lot more and I think they'll be more open to telling the Bachelorette things that Chris Harrison maybe wouldn't, yeah. you know, because he's still Girl talk. manipulating the show. Exactly. And they've been there. Yeah. No, exactly. They've, they've been through this before. So I was really pumped when I saw this. I thought it was two great choices. I think it's going to be really fun to watch. It's going to be different. I think that doing the same thing over and over again gets tiresome after a while anyway so the people who are like oh my god i can't even watch without chris harrison it's like he really wasn't even in the show that much anyway so i, know, I think that's it's exactly gonna what be, i was gonna say okay like i think yeah. you're gonna handle it just yeah. fine and just it's stop not complaining gonna because, change the show that much i right. understand i you know i i understand the like i'm not watching anymore people are coming from a different place than just like, oh, it's going to totally change the show. Like, no, that's coming from a more serious place of like, they don't understand what Chris Harrison did wrong. And, mm. and, and so they are more, you know, saying, well, he, if he's gone, I'm not watching. Because when it comes down to it, like we said, he was always, he's always been great in his job, but there wasn't exactly. You know, he and he became known for the things that he did well and the lines that he delivered and everything that mm -hmm. he did was was 
classic Chris Harrison. That's all the stuff that he did mm-hmm. all every season. I don't really think that it absolutely changes the the format of the show. I mean, we saw JoJo fill in for, you know, a couple episodes for Chris during Tasha's season and was it that like was it that shocking? Like no, it wasn't at all. It no. was fine. So, um they're going to they're going to step in and I don't ne- I don't know what the future holds for Chris Harrison. I'm sure he wants to come back. I don't really think that um, he's gone forever. Like I, I, not, I do kind of feel like there is a chance that that he does come back. Um, yeah, I feel like the GMA interview was a feeler to see yeah. how people felt about him coming back for the yeah. Bachelorette, and it was way too. And soon. I feel like it was way too soon. Like for there was sure. no way that he could be like, yeah, I've. I've done my time. Right. You know, I, and, and just I've like really dedicated to myself to educating yeah. myself and, and learning and listening. And it's been three weeks. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think that was uh, a, a misstep by by ABC there. Right. Even the you GMA can tell thing. even from Michael Strahan, he was like, ah, that right. It Not didn't buying even seem it. like he really bought exactly. any of it. So. So we'll see what happens in the yeah. future. But for now, it's Tasha and Caitlin. Congrats to them. That's yeah. really cool for them. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nick Jonas's Spaceman has been released. Not only, you know, the album, we also got a deluxe version mm-hmm. Sunday night, which was a fantastic addition. Didn't know that was coming. Now, you know, normally we love going through the songs with new album, things like that. A lot of um a lot of the songs fantastic. Love them. We're not going to go through every single one of them. Also, you know, we're trying to trying to get these broadcasts or podcasts up on, yeah, it's up still on YouTube. Monday morning. <laughs> yes. And it's still Monday morning. And also, you know, on YouTube, like you, we can't play all the songs. Yeah. So it's, um, but I will say love the album. Thought it was fantastic. I think that personally, and I've given it a few listens. So I have a different uh, view on it than I would say I had after listening on Friday. The first half, I think I like better than the second half. Like, I, I, one songs one through seven, love seven to 11, they're good, but like, didn't, and I like listening to them, but one through seven, I feel like they popped a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, tr- I'm trying to decide where exactly my favorites lie still. I really liked the intros to each song. Yeah. I it feel like all the whole album well had a, a really blended well. You mm-hmm. can listen to each song after the other, and it kind of flows into each other. It was spacey, and exactly. Yeah. That, I was trying <laughs> to it was find a good theme. Yeah, I was trying to find the word that would describe his album, but yeah. it's spacey is the right. I feel like yeah. a lot of people are going with that vibe recently. I mean, Madison Beer was kind of the same yeah. thing, and I feel like I I like it. Yeah. I, I really liked. First of all, the songs, and I kind of agree with you as well. Spacey that, is like so not the science. Yeah, like, what's it, like the not. right like scientific word for like space? Air, 
aeronautical. Like, it's like astronomical. Astronomical. Astron- uh, <laughs> all right. Wait, fail. All right. We're going to stick with spacey. Yeah. Um, NASA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Space, yeah. travel. Moon. Yeah. Moon. So, yeah. But, and you know what? It's a different... I love this sound. Three-dimensional. Yeah, I love this this sound of this album. I like a lot. Um, and there's a lot of, like, big instrumental moments, which I'm a big fan of. And, and he sounds great. And then on the deluxe version, you got two... He said five new songs. And look, Nick, I'm not going to complain here, but I, I will say... I don't love it when it's advertised as like five new songs and three of them are just chill versions of other songs. Yeah, you know that's what I'm not saying? Five like to new me, songs. I'm sorry, and, and that's artistically wrong because they are different, but to get like just kind of acoustic versions of the other songs, I'm like, oh. Not that I was, not that I'm complaining. Not that I'm complaining, but I was throwing a suggestion out there. I was a smidge disappointed when I thought there was five completely new songs. But like I said, not complaining because it was great to see Joe and Kevin featured on um, on Selfish. Now I don't really know, like that cracks me up too because it's like Selfish featuring the Jonas Brothers. And which I like the look of. Featuring my brother. Yeah, featuring yeah, Jonas bros. Brothers. Um, like, I feel like he they could have wrote, like, featuring Joe and, and Kevin Jonas. But, because I'm like, well, the three of them are singing on the song together. So isn't it just the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, because you can't feature yourself. Like, you are the Jonas right, Brothers. Right, right. Like, Nick's a part, part of, of the Jonas Brothers already. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I guess would you write Kevin and Joe? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Jonas Brothers is just the way it goes. Yeah. You know what also, not to get into a, a like semantics debate too, but I always say like, I just feel like everyone always says the Jonas Brothers, like, but there is not a the. It's just you Jonas know? Brothers. It's Jonas just, Brothers. But you have to say the Jonas Right. Brothers. Like the, yeah. Like yes. you say the Grammys, but it's Grammys. Right, right, right. Right. But I'm like reading it looks funny to me. Like the when it just says selfish featuring Jonas Brothers. Yeah. But like when you write the Jonas Brothers, the T is not capitalized. No, that's no. how it looks. Yeah, you're just talking about the band, the Jonas Brothers, the band yeah. Jonas Brothers. But uh, yeah, the band. But you never, Jonas you would Brothers. never say I'm going to Jonas Brothers concert. You'd be like, I'm going to the Jonas the, Brothers. The Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah, but why wouldn't you, you say I'm going to a Jonas Brothers yeah, concert? Yeah, a Jonas Brothers concert. Which is, I feel like, what we say: I'm going right. to a Jonas Brothers uh, concert. Uh, yeah, I guess now I'm. In my I, saw, I saw the, the Jonas Brothers I yesterday. Saw, yeah, see, it's I saw Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now my mind is spinning. No, right I know. Now. I this didn't mean to do that. Me to way I didn't mean too much. to everyone. Congrats but to Nick, though. We love I'm, the album. Look, that album's great. Music video for Spaceman is is great. I think he's got some more, you know, videos coming out. And he, I, I, I will say, all right, I'm going to give my top three. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, okay, my top three. I think as of right now. Are this is heaven, too drunk, mm-hmm. and don't give up on us. Great saxophone solo in this is heaven. Great, yeah, this is really really good. good. I like Spaceman a lot, but um, I wanted to kind of I kind of like switch Delicious. Delicious is good. Heights, Heights. I don't really Heights might be mm-hmm. a skip for me, which I don't like to say. 
But I go right from Don't Give Up you On Us. You don't tell anybody. No, I go right from Don't Give Up On Us, Spaceman, Too Drunk, Delicious, This Is Heaven. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then I do, you know, towards the end, I feel like are some more emotional, like, love songs. Because that's when we get into sexual, mm-hmm. deeper love, If I Fall, Death to His Part, Nervous, like, yeah. all very Priyanka-inspired songs. Which I like. I mean, I hearing Nick Jonas say, like, sex in a song. <laughs> oh, a my song, God. Like, oh, my God, sex, Nick. Nick you do that? Stop it. <laughs> You can't talk about sex. interview with Camilla Luddington. We're going to get into all the drama on Grey's Anatomy. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost, my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. All right, everyone. We have a special guest today. We have Camilla Luddington from Grey's Anatomy. She plays Joe. Uh, This is super exciting because Fran, first of all, is a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. So is Noah, our producer. And Haven't missed one episode. She hasn't missed one episode. Wow. Literally never. (laughs) I recently started it and I'm only on season five. So I haven't gotten to the point where you join yet, but I've already been spoiled. So don't worry about that. (laughs) I've been spoiled because these two are just a friend and you can't see our producer, but they, they love it. Welcome to the show. We're very happy to have you here and we're excited to talk about it all. Yeah. Well, last night was a really huge episode and um, it's been hard to keep that secret for a long time because we've known for a little bit. So um, I'm finally excited to be able to talk about it. Yeah, you know, I wasn't, I did not see it coming. I was, uh, (laughs) it's, you know, sometimes you kind of feel when characters, storylines on the show are coming to an end um, or you hear buzz about, you know, the contracts and things like that. So you're like, okay, you know, they're going to have to wrap up somehow. Yeah. For this situation, and look, if you haven't watched yet, I'm going to throw it out there. If you haven't watched yet and you're listening to this interview and you don't want to know what happens, watch first before you listen, um, because I'm going to be talking about it. So spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Now we know um, that we lost DeLuca and the coming back. This is like the what mid-season premiere premiere. Yes, right. Mid-season premiere. Um, and DeLuca being the honorable man that he is, was going after the child, you know, human traffickers. And I I didn't even realize like watching it. I don't know. They did it so well where it looked like he had just gotten bumped. Like you didn't think that he had actually got, um, really that hurt. Uh, and then you saw his sister, but, 
Oh my, like, so you said you've had, you've had to keep this a secret for a while. What did you guys all think about this when you found out that he was, so, um, his this, was so this was really interesting because we had a table read last night, yesterday too, for, um, an episode coming up in the future. And then at the end, at the beginning of it, we were able to like, you know, the cast and like everybody like talk to Krista about the episode that was airing. Cause they're like, what exact, sometimes we don't remember necessarily like what exactly happened, what went down. Okay. So the interesting thing about DeLuca is that we had no idea as a cost. I'm sure that Ellen knew she's an executive producer on the show, obviously <laughs> she's Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> producers knew and writers knew, but the cost did not know. So when we were reading that script, which we do on Zoom now, um, it was very confusing because the Station 19 script we right. don't get. Right. So I was like, wait, 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 hang on. What just happened? I was like very confused reading it. And I'm like, he's hurt? Like, huh? Like I was texting Jesse and Jake at the same time. I'm like, what's, what did I miss? Did I like forget? Like, cause sometimes it's like, did I forget what happened? And so that was really confusing. And then as the episode ended, the episode that we had read, he did not die in it. He, they were still um, trying to do CPR and all that stuff on him. Yeah. And so we didn't know, like, it was like a conversation amongst the cast because it was obvious that we weren't going to be told anything um, as to whether in the next episode he'd be saved. And we all were like, yes, this is what we do on Grey's Anatomy. This is one of those cliffhangers. He's going to obviously survive. We didn't actually know until the next table read that he was gone. And so we kind of found out in our own fandom-ish way and we were really shocked too. And then last night, Krista, we were speaking to her on Zoom. We said, so we can't tweet, obviously, that he's dead. Like that's, you know, a cliffhanger. And she said, no, the script that you guys got was a fake script yourself. Wow. And we pulled time of death at the end of the real one. So mm-hmm. we were even out of the loop until like just yesterday of what exactly this episode would look like, which is just, this is what it's like working on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, not so only do like we, we, we're out of the loop. Like we don't know. We're shocked when we watch it. You guys were shocked watching it too. Yeah, they keep things, I think, because there's just this season, there are so many huge things happening still to come that I'm like, oh my God, Um, this season in particular is just so wild that even we are kept out of the loop and we're being given fake scripts, which is just, I mean, it's so funny when people say, are you surprised about stuff like they're more like yes I'm surprised constantly (laughs) also some things air and I'm like wait what and it's because that wasn't in the script that we read right and how do you deal with the death of a character on the show but then also in real life because this is somebody you work with somebody on the show how do you deal with that afterwards well what's what's really cool about Giacomo and his leaving is that he got to direct an episode that he just finished the other day. And so we didn't feel like that episode was us saying goodbye um, Mm -hmm. because we still got to like steal him. And in this world of Grey's Anatomy right now, you know, if you die, you know, you could possibly reappear. So there's the potential for all of those elements, whether he does or not will need to be seen. But, um, but we definitely got him to steal him for, you know, an extra week and a bit and have him direct us, which was incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's great. And like you said, you never really know. You can always have different kind of cameos, and especially with Meredith in this kind of yeah. like speech life limbo yeah. situation. Like yeah. you watch every episode, which is a cool aspect this season. And you're kind of like every week you're like, well, who's showing up to the beach? Like exactly. you, you don't know who, who it's going to be, um, which is, which yeah. is really, really cool. And I know, I know you can't tell us too much because I feel like, and Grey's Anatomy fans are crazy, right? Like they are, they're digging deep. They're predicting who they want to show up, who they want to make it to the beach, who they want to save. Yeah, they're like, every yeah. Grey's Anatomy fan, I feel like should work for the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> like solve everything. It's like, they will like, this is what so I learned this, like my first season of like posting a picture. They will take like the mug all the way in the background and figure out who that is, who you're dating. If you broke up, if they're now dad dead you know so like yes i cannot say anything but what is your question anyway (laughs) (laughs) but also would you even know the answer what have you got what have you just been getting fake scripts (laughs) Um, sometimes i do know the answer and sometimes i definitely don't is the truth yeah let's fran ask the question because Well, well i guess the question is will we be seeing more past characters who have left the show I will phrase this in a way that won't get me in trouble. Okay. And I will say that the beach, the beach is definitely in play still this season. So watch live because otherwise things will just always be spoiled. Yeah. I, yeah. I have to say, like, I always, um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, it's hard to watch TV live. And I yeah. definitely, the last few seasons would watch on Hulu the next day and catch up. But now this season, I'm like, I have to watch live or else the next day, like, forget it. Yeah. It's I, I, I'm i like, I miss Derek, George. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I can't do this yeah. anymore because then it ruins the episode. Well, on E! News, they usually just like post a picture of whatever happened on Grey's Anatomy. Right away, and then, that, right and then that's away. how... <laughs> it gets spoiled. Then I'm like, well, that's when I said, like, I, I'm on season five, but I know what happens because how would I yeah. not know what happens? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I do feel bad for people that are that far behind because I just it's feel like, still is, interesting. There, is there anything? Yeah. Okay. I was like, is there anything to, to be surprised by anymore? But no, um, it's, I, I'm sure I'll still be surprised by things, even if I know them. But you joined in, it was like 2012, right? Which was around the time that you, uh, 2009? No, in season nine. Season nine. Season nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, so I'm up to season five. So I haven't gotten there yet, but because it was season nine and the show is still, obviously it's on season 17, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You've been on longer now, right? Or around the same amount of time that it was going when you joined. What was your expectations going in because it had such a large fan base obviously Grey's Anatomy was already a huge show yeah were you nervous to join the cast because of the huge fan base surrounding it or was it an excitement because it was such a large show I well there are two parts of this question I was personally a fan of the show um Mm -hmm. but I didn't so I was nervous to get on because I was nervous to get on a show that I had watched and it was like very iconic. Um, but I didn't actually speak to other people about the show. I, so I, before I got on it, I actually had no idea the fandom that is Grey's Anatomy. I thought like, oh, obviously it's on the air. People still watch it. But like, I had no idea. And when I got on the show and I was like, hey, I just got on Grey's Anatomy. That's when like, everyone came out of the woodwork and they're like, wait, Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, wait, you watch Grey's Anatomy? So like, I, I, and then I feel like it wasn't even that crazy when I first joined. I think it was like, 
I'm not sure when we hit Netflix, whenever we really hit Netflix and people started to like younger people started to like, you know, people in high school started to start from the beginning and like binge it in the summer. That's when it got really crazy. That's what I noticed that like going out, especially if there's like a group of like college girls or high school girls, like it's going to be more of a situation (laughs) like down the street. Um, I feel like it wasn't necessarily like that in the beginning. So I didn't really know. And I'm glad I didn't know what I was in for. And now when people join the show, like when Jake Borelli joined, who plays Levi, I just sat, you know, sat down with him one day and I was like, I just want you to know what, what this will mean for your life. And it's hard to explain to people like you going out will be different for you. Um, because the fandoms are so huge and in so many countries, there's no like traveling to Italy or somewhere and like not being recognized. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Like I like what you said. People still recognize you now with the mask on. Sorry. Oh, the mask. Yes. Actually, it's so funny because um, my, I have my real life pod in Los Angeles and it's actually Chris Carmack. So it's like a Joe and Link situation for me. Um, Our daughter's like our best friends. It's really cute. And Mm -hmm. so he was over and he was saying, you know, I, it's so crazy. I still get recognized in the mosque. And I was like, yes, because we're out in costume. (laughs) Might as well throw on our scrubs. So it does happen. Like I get recognized in just the mosque. Yeah. Especially I think because people this season are seeing us so much like without, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, all the glam really or anything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I was, I was going to say that it does make sense because the fandom has shifted so much. You know, when I was younger, I watched every week with my mom. Like, and I felt like that was kind of how all my friends were and all my mom's friends were, we would all watch. But now with, with Netflix, you have these younger people, younger kids that are that binge it all. Because when I go on Twitter after an episode and I look at, you know, I search the Grey's Anatomy hashtag or search yeah. a character's name. There are so many fan accounts and the fan accounts are, are run by younger people. You know, there's, mm-hmm. they're normally, so many, because I feel like you now yeah. have, you have Grey's Anatomy, like stands, you have Joe stands, you have DeLuca stands. Yes. Like you have these. I didn't, even, that, way, yeah. I didn't even know what any of this meant when I joined yeah. the show. <laughs> Shipping. I, I felt like such a, like, I was like, what is you ship who like what? Um, but yeah, there's, there's people that are younger than the show is, which is right. so wild that are right. like the show. And now they, you know, they're 15 and they watch it with their mom who started yeah. watching it like way back in the day. So it's a very, I think it's like a unicorn. I don't think I'll ever get on a show like that before, ever again. It's just its own machine. Absolutely. It totally. Really, it really, really is. And Joe has su- has had such a roller coaster story arc you know there's ups there's downs and i think you know so much of her story was tied to alex karev and that relationship so how was it for you um when justin chambers had had left the show it was interesting because in your mind when you play a character you have all of these ideas of what their future could be and you and you also like want to pitch things like oh they're gonna have kids and and it derailed it and what's and what's interesting then is that, that that happens to people in real life. They have this image of like, they're in this relationship. They're good. This is where we're going to go. We're going to get the house, the kids, da, 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 da. and then a breakup or something tragic, you know, happens. And they almost have to like completely start over in a way. And 
I think it's a really interesting storyline to play for her because she's refining herself outside of that relationship. It happens. She's having to get her own closure on it, which happens all the time. Like I was asked about, you know, do you think it would be good for Joe to be able to have that conversation with Alex of like how she feels? But it's interesting that she isn't because in real life, you don't always get to have that conversation with somebody and express how you feel. So I like that we're playing that storyline of she's having to give herself closure and move on. And I'm excited to see her as a single girl. I mean, I know she's in a sex pod right now at Jack's name, <laughs> but like, what does single Joe look like? You know, what right. is, what does her future mean for her now? Do, do you get scripts that you're just like, um, I got to hook up with, with, with Jesse now, like, you know, cause you, I'm sure you guys are all friends and yeah. all in like separate relationships on the show. And then you're, yeah. reading and you're like, wait, Joe's going to hook up with Jackson. Like what? <laughs> I think that we take like, cause you know, Jesse is like a good friend of mine. Like, and it, it, it becomes less about like, oh my God, Jesse and I have to play this. Right. Scene. Right. <laughs> Goofy together. I think it's more like, we immediately think in terms of like the fandom. So when it's like, I know that the show is going to open up with a flashback of like Joe and Jackson drinking. I I'm like reading through and I'm like, they're going to go crazy. (laughs) They're going to go nuts. Like, so I think we get excited or we get worried about things when we think like, Oh my God, the fandom are going to go crazy. You know, if if Joe had suddenly cheated or done something like that, I'd be like, okay, so I'm going to be getting off Twitter at what time on what day for like the next month. Right. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's why Grey's Anatomy will almost just like last forever in a way, because (laughs) there's so many different avenues and paths that they have taken. And, and it's almost like, you're like, what else could happen? Who else could they date? And then there's just always a new storyline. Yeah. I don't know how, I mean, that is our writers just blow us away because 17 seasons in there's always a storyline that even for us we're reading and we're like what no you know like (laughs) we still get shocked um and we're privy to more information um and where things are going and I think that's what's so exciting about being on the show is I honestly do not know where Joe Wilson's gonna go I don't know who she's gonna end up with I don't know what's gonna happen for her but that's fun to play that keeps us as actors on our toes Right. It makes your job more fun and enjoyable. How many weeks out of the year do you guys film? So usually we do about 24, 25 episodes and that's about nine months of the year. We could make a Grey's baby in the time that we we film. So it's a lot of time. That's the other thing about the show. You know, a lot of other TV shows do not do that amount of episodes Mm -hmm. anymore. I know we're just doing 17 this season, but, um, so we get to sit with these characters for a long time every year and and, and get very invested in, in their story because we spend so much time with them each season. Yeah, yeah you but- see a lot of the, uh, of shows nowadays just do like 10 episodes. 10 episodes that seems to yeah. be a cap. Sometimes there'll be seven episodes if it's on like a streaming service, depending on if it's a limited yeah. series. And that's what I love about Grey's Anatomy. Each season, like I'm like, ah, oh, I got... I got a load of episodes here. I'm never running out. Exactly. Exactly. It's a good lockdown binge is what, like, while we've been in quarantine, I'm like, binge Grey's Anatomy. You'll never run out of an episode. (laughs) Oh, like, 
Rhea went through a period where I had to ask her if she was okay because she, I was like, you have watched a lot of seasons in a short amount of time. And I just need well, to, what was it like two weeks? Like I um, watched like five weeks, seasons won, in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You, it was, yeah, it, it was it an was unhealthy it was amount. And I insane. found, I found myself in a dark place. I'm yeah. like, I have to actually <laughs> take a pause because I'm getting depressed. Like I, I, I'm yeah. in a dark hole and everything yeah. is like, but at the same time, it just, it pulls you in pulls that you emotion. In. You just feel yeah. so invested in it. And as shocking and devastating as some episodes can be, I yeah. also feel like there's a lot of relatable stuff. Like you so said, much. your character having to find closure for herself. And sometimes you don't always get that in, in yeah. real life is, is very true. And people watching it are relating and they're like, oh, yeah. Joe's going to go out on the, t- I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, so exactly. It works. Yeah. Um, the next week's episode is really fun too. People have been asking me on Twitter. They really like drunk Joe for some reason. <laughs> I like playing drunk D- Joe. Yeah. But, um, so next week, just to tease it, we are doing, um, you know, it's, it's actually really sad to play. Um, and I didn't even think of it initially after like, you know, reading, realizing that DeLuca had died, but that, you know, people during COVID, they don't get to have, the funerals anymore and the gatherings that they would have gotten to have. Right. So um, next week there is some sort of memorial put together because there cannot be a funeral right. in the normal terms. Mm-hmm. And before it, Joe gets really drunk yeah. at the loft. So um, that's do you have a couple of drinks before you film that, or is that not allowed? Um, it's definitely not allowed. I think it's not allowed. I don't. I'm just so used to playing her drunk at this point. I just <laughs> know what that is, um, <laughs> which I don't know if, what that says about me. I'm just like, fuck <laughs> Joe, I got it. Um, no, we, we, no, we haven't. That's like I, one, you'll probably be able to tell if I ever do that. <laughs> probably, yeah. um, you have to try it out. We won't tell anybody. We won't I, tell anybody. I'll try it out next time. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if we can, if we can tell the difference, yeah. but um, you, there are so many parallels with what is going on in the world because COVID is such a big part of this season. You know, we've seen yeah. a lot of um, the shows and, you know, you always get like real, it's always real illnesses and real stories and things yeah. like that. But this year, especially, and not even just Grey's Anatomy, but I feel like across a, a lot of medical type television shows, the pandemic has been a part of the storyline. How has that been for you guys in the cast? Because, you know, I just feel like at that point, you know, COVID is the main focus at, at work and in your in your scripts. And then you go home and it's still part of everything yeah. you're going through. I think it's hard because, <clears throat> well, first of all, I do want to say that, of course, we are so honored to be, you know, playing this storyline and and yeah. and um and giving this the giving the story of the frontline workers and and making forcing it in people's households because it's so important and what they have to go through every day is just um, unbelievable but um I do think that there is an element of escapism that you get to have as an actor so it's like if you're having a bad day you get to go on set and you're you know at Joe's bar and it's like karaoke night or whatever it is right and there's not none of that escapism and the truth is is that um, you know, different people have, have, I think, you know, um, interpreted what, you know, COVID is for them in different ways. For me, I was terrified because I was pregnant for a long time during, you know, the pandemic and then it's still happening and I'm just like a little bit of a hypochondriac. And so it is hard to be playing these storylines where there is a lot of 
death happening and a lot of tragedy and you know Meredith's on a ventilator it, it is really difficult to go home and feel like okay but that's the, that world because no that's really happening and so this mm-hmm. season in particular is probably one of the hardest seasons for all of us because we're we are living it and then playing it and those storylines are difficult of course yeah did you take a break from filming at all? I know you just you had you had a baby at the end of last summer. So like or or is it because you guys are in these these big scrubs and because you're all like you can kind of not well, I <laughs> started filming um when he was like three weeks old. Oh wow, okay. Mm. I I like what you're seeing right now on the show, like he's kind of just been born still he's like you know okay. four months old or whatever oh my god that like it's wow. crazy but the parallel too of i mean i'm just thinking about the episode from this week and and your patient and her like not being able to be it's with really, her oh, baby like oh, i feel like for i'm now i'm thinking about you i'm like were you okay like no, I, no it's major props to you yeah seriously really difficult it, those storylines are really difficult when you yes because i'm looking after a baby that by the way is in the nicu and it's yeah. very hard going home to my baby and also just even as a mom, like being at work, I'm like, but I want to go home and see my baby. Like I'm yeah. holding a fake baby all the time. I'm like, I miss my real baby. Yeah. Um, we did take a break. We shut down in March, right when everything shut down here in Los Angeles. And um, we were in the middle of filming an episode and storylines were going in a completely different direction. It was just kind of, there was a whole episode that got scrapped. There were three other episodes that got scrapped. Um, and we were there one day and then gone the next. It was very strange. And then I, we really didn't know when we would be coming back. And so we're just thankful to be, you know, being able to be tested and kept in a safe environment and be able to produce these shows because I really, you know, we really didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, it's amazing to see. And we've talked to a lot of actors uh, recently where, you know, they've, they've shot films and they've shot their TV shows during this time. And it's, huge props to the production companies and the people who work for for these shows because they're getting it done and they're getting it and they're getting it done fast and it's amazing to see yeah no they really are and and um you know it was nerve-wracking going back because it had changed so much like just the day-to-day had changed um and it kind of felt a little bit isolating because it was isolating on purpose to keep us all safe there was no like hey come come hang in my trailer or even just like hug high or you know like it was like so many protocols are in place to keep us safe um but it, they've done an incredible job because you know we're going to be finishing the season very soon and to have 17 episodes in the bag working with hundreds of people in a pandemic mm-hmm. is just wild it's really awesome yeah Yeah, definitely and we're thankful because we get to watch these new episodes um and then this is like i mean it's such a fangirl question i know where you're going with this no i'm not there i know where you're going but i'm not there yet i'm not there okay okay okay. um okay first the first thing i have to so i mean we all like ellen pompeo just seems like one of the most badass women on Mm -hmm. on this planet and i feel like I just want to know how, how it's like working with her. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's so, it's really fun working with Ellen. I actually like one of my favorite times working with her was her directing. Like it's really fun when she's behind the camera directing because 
she has so much fun with it. Like I just have memories of like shooting around Christmas and her getting the crew, like lots of eggnog and like just making it fun. And like between takes, she would put play music, which doesn't happen with every director. And it was just like, that's almost my favorite time working with her. Cause she just makes it this party and you're like excited to go into work and have her do that. Also, I just love that Grace, by the way, brings lots of women behind the camera in the way that we right. do and gives them the opportunity to yeah. direct, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. I was just going to say a strong voice. woman like her getting behind the camera and actually directing is just awesome to see and, and must make all the women on the set just feel so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, I think that it's going to be, I hope that I always have the experience that I have right now, which is when you go onto another set, like I'm so used to seeing so many women in every job behind the camera. I can't imagine anything different, but I know that it actually still is really rare. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I, we're really lucky on our show. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the queen. Um, Okay. This is what Rhea thought I was going to bring up. So I, this is this will this is going back. I absolutely love the Will and Kate Lifetime movie. Oh my god, I love this. She so really like, loves it. Really like loves I, it. Like I yeah. per- when it came out, I purchased it on iTunes. No. I watched it like all yeah. the time. I had yeah. it all the time. Like okay. I just was absolutely obsessed with, and it was so funny because you know <laughs> it, it's like my friends at, and the wedding happened. And everyone, I'd be like, "No, guys, you have to watch the Will and Kate Lifetime movie." And <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is "More important than the yeah." World. I'm like, uh-huh. "I'm like, you don't need to like wa- pay attention to the real stuff. Yeah, just watch the yeah. just watch the Lifetime movie." Um, what? It's so funny. Like, do you laugh now looking back to be like, "Wow, I uh, I got to play Kate Middleton." <laughs> I. Definitely. I mean, I I don't think now, I mean, I think even back then I was like laughing that I was playing Kate Middleton because it was just like, it was such a, first off, like, you know, that was one of my first jobs out here and to like be in this like amazing cheesy lifetime movie that was like part of the celebration of the time. It was just so fun. We got to like go back to London and, and be there the week of the wedding. And it was like, it just kind of felt like we were part of it. Like I was waiting for my royal invitation that like never came. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that that's like one of the things that like when Hayden's a little bit older, that will be like the one thing I let her watch. Right. right. Cause it's just so funny. Um, but those lifetime movies are crazy. I mean, I don't know if people know this, but like you shoot that whole thing in like three weeks. It's like mm-hmm. this super fast. Um, but yeah, I've run into my Prince William Nico a few times. And I'm like, Nico, yeah. William, you know, um, he's sweet. I love him. It was just a really fun experience. I mean, it's super cheesy. I love that you love it. Yeah. I've seen it in like, I probably haven't seen it since it aired. Um, I, I won't admit the last time I watched it because it was- Was it this week? It was, it was it really was, not it was that this long week, ago. wasn't it? It was not that long ago. Um, <laughs> well, you know, there's- there's obviously a lot going on with the royal family right now. So I know my friend texted me. She goes, "Are you up for the sequel?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, we need is, it. We need it." That is so funny. So no, <laughs> yeah, because we've been talking about that. it so much. We've been talking about it so much that in my mind, I'm like, that's like a a, a comfort zone because the conversations <laughs> around what's going on right now are yeah. it's they're very serious. They're very important, yeah. and like it's and so when I'm like, you know what, I just want to go back to when I just was obsessed with Kate and Will (laughs) and I'm gonna watch and not even watch like the actual wedding like watch the Lifetime movie (laughs) we don't even get to the wedding in the movie yeah exactly green screen proposal 
Exactly. Exactly. It's, um, I love that you love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When we when we found out you were coming on, I said to Rhea, I was like, I can't wait to ask her about the Lifetime movie. She was I like, Fran, why, like, why do you care about this so much? I was almost going to steal the question. Like, I like had it down <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I might I might just ask it. But I, yeah. I waited for Fran. I knew it was Thank coming. You. Thank you. You know what's so funny is I still I literally get asked about that almost every single interview. It's like something that will just always be with me. Right. Like, and probably now, right? Probably now, because it's so, everybody's talking about the royal right. family. They well, want to talk to you about it. <laughs> well, not even now. I mean, like, yeah. even just like in every, you know, every season, I'm always, I, someone always says like, so you were Kate Middleton. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, I imagine now, yes. That yeah. has gone down this week. So maybe they'll bring it up more. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you haven't, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it's, yeah. it's quite enjoyable. And if you are a Lifetime movie fan, this oh, yeah. like totally. I love the- Lifetime movies. Yes, exactly. I just don't watch my own, but like yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm a huge Lifetime movie fan too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they're amazing. Um, so Camilla, thank you so much thank for joining so us. Um, you got to make sure you are watching Grey's Anatomy live Thursday nights on ABC at nine o'clock, because let me tell you, if you don't watch live, you're going to miss some big events. I'm telling you that there are, this is, there are big, big events to come. It doesn't stop this season. And I've been warning people and I feel like slowly, maybe they're finally believing me. So yes, gotta catch up. everyone. Yeah. You got to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I got to catch up. I got to yeah. catch up. Gotta catch up. <laughs> All right, thank oh, you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. We're going to stop this intro, I mean, this outro right now so we can get it uploaded to you as fast as possible. Thank you guys for understanding that we needed to get this done today. Yesterday, we tried, like I said, five hours. It just didn't didn't happen. But we love you guys, and we'll talk to you for the Bachelor finale recap on Wednesday, and Trent will be back.